Good afternoon, listeners, and welcome once again to Consequences for Crime podcast with your host, Zion. I hope that you've all been well and been keeping safe during this COVID-19. Today's podcast is about how does committing crime affect you as an individual? Often we do not think of consequences and the impact of those consequences. How does crime affect you? This is what we will be focusing on in this episode. So I'm going to refer to a personal example, how committing crime has affected me, for example. So number one, a criminal record. We do not often think of the impact of having a criminal record, what that actually means. So, for example, in my case and in most people's cases, you would come to find out that you would get rejected a lot because of the fact that you've got a criminal record. So that's one of the consequences, getting rejected a lot for jobs or opportunities that you might want, even if you've stopped committing crime. So that's a hard thing to try to overcome, but it's definitely possible. Other examples is also being judged, even though you might have moved on. So, for example, like when you're dating or just in general, it's just really hard to move on from having a criminal record, no matter how small it is. Like some people from when you've just take, like, for example, there's been times that I've applied for jobs. And um, there was a time I applied for a job with, um, I think it was MNS. Yeah, Marks and Spencers. I'd done an apprenticeship at the job centre. I'd done an apprenticeship, which was guaranteed a job interview. So part of the apprenticeship day, we had to fill in the application form for the job. And in the application form, I text that do have a criminal record. And they just told me that I won't be accepted for it, even though I'd already completed the whole course up to the last day. So... Things like that do happen and I did try to sort of like fight it but there wasn't much that I could do to be fair so bear that in mind. And so having criminal records especially if you keep getting arrested and keep getting criminal records eventually you will get sent to jail. Even if you haven't committed crimes before you, you can still get sent to prison so The second consequence that I would like to explore is prison, jail. So although it's a walk in the park to most, going to prison takes away your family. It takes that time away from you. For example, my friend, let's call her Vanessa. So Vanessa was in prison and one day the officers just came to our room to tell her that she's got to visit. She went to the visit to find out that her mother had passed away. And she's not the only person. There's been a lot, and there is a lot of people that go through similar experiences that you might not, it's not guaranteed for you to see those people upon your release. So don't waste any time. Time is precious. Like we say, life is too short, you know. So every moment counts. And also, going to prison normalises 
the crime lifestyle for those who are meant to look up to you. So your kids, your little brothers and sisters, those youths in the community, your fans looking up to you and things. So it normalises that lifestyle. Is this what you want to teach them? Is this what you want them to be? Because people who are looking up to you, that's what you are essentially teaching them by doing those things yourself if you say that you are an influencer or you know that you are a role model or you want to be a role model to certain people like your children and your younger brothers and sisters. Also committing crime, going to prison and stuff sets you back from your goals, sets you back from what you want to do in life because it just stops you from doing what you need to do so is it worth the time is it worth the crime wouldn't you rather just be out and pursuing your goals for non-uk citizens going to prison for more than 12 months can result to a deportation order whereby the home office the government orders you to leave the country because of the fact that you've committed crimes there's a lot of people including myself that's been through that and these are things that you do not think about when you are committing crimes for example there's a guy that I was in prison with and he was 15 years old and he ended up getting deported back to Jamaica there are people that I've known that's been deported back to Congo and ended up catching malaria and dying from that former gang members that in the gang that I was in a lot of people have been deported back to Nigeria to Jamaica and such and that's a real thing because once you are deported you cannot come back to the UK for 10 years also a lot of people that I've known that were prior to go into prison that had a council house or were or had a tenancy And as a result of that, because there was no one to pay the bills or no one to keep the house and things, so they lost the house. And once you come out, you don't come out to that house. You come out to point zero, going back to hostels and things like that. So that's a real thing to think about if you've got a tenancy or if you haven't got much support, you wouldn't have someone to pay your house or or it will be hard for you to get back to that point of you having a house so it's potentially making yourself homeless making life harder for you because whether you've got kids or not you will definitely go back to a hostel you will not have you will lose your rights to your council place and once you do go to the housing and tell them why you lost your tenancy they would not make the process easier for you committing crime having a criminal lifestyle having criminal people around you and also going to prison all of those can also result in you losing custody of your kids if you've got kids so social services coming into place I've met people that went to prison and definitely lost custody of their kids they're not allowed to see their kids until they're 18 years old because of the fact that that those type of things affects your kids and that's one thing that parents do not realise. So after you've been a bad teenager, after you've partied, after you've committed crime, been to jail, 
after you've had unprotected sex. I want to talk about the morning after, the years later. So it will be hard to secure a job even two, three, four, five, seven years later, especially if your sentence is never spent. That will definitely make it hard forever until your sentence is spent. Even if your sentence is spent, for some jobs you will still have to declare your crimes and that can still affect it because you never know what you want to do in life. So right now you might just want to be a doctor or you might just want to sell drugs or you might just want to go and work at McDonald's or something but you don't know something might happen five years, ten years, two years down the line and you might want to or you might have an opportunity to run for president and then the one thing that will stop you will be your criminal record. For example, there was, um, I wanted to apply for the army, I think, yeah, to drain the army and those type of things, there's a lot of things that those things definitely block you regardless of how far you've gone down the line. Having to prove yourself goes alongside it. So you will always have to prove yourself that you're not a criminal, especially with immigration cases. So I came out in 2016 and um, I had an immigration case going on from 2016 and in 2016 it had been about five years since I committed crimes and my thing when my case went on up until 2020 2019 that's when it went up until and for all those times seven years later I still had to prove myself and all of those things because regardless of whether I had the last time I had committed crime was seven years ago some people don't care you still have to prove yourself to be fair so I still had to prove myself and it was definitely hard because I thought that not having committed crime for seven years would be a proof in itself but it definitely isn't so bear that in mind and also the amount of money that goes into proving yourself like with me I had to pay for a private cr uh, criminal psychologist which costs thousands of pounds also to pay for um like you have to pay for solicitors and things which also cost thousands of pounds to put in applications and all those type of things so bear the price also the physical price the financial price of committing crime how that might hurt your pocket these are some ways in which you can end up hurting yourself by committing crimes so things like you can end up getting deported you having a criminal record impact of those things goes deeper than just having a criminal record going to jail goes deeper than just going to jail like I've explained I hope that you are really enlightened with how committing crimes affects you and you are able to know and value yourself and not want to hurt yourself by committing crimes because for me that's been the key thing when I saw the fact that Oh, actually, when I do do these things, I I do take my time away. I am affected because I'm the one that's here. I'm the one that's suffering. I'm the one that's in prison. So even though I thought I was hurting the person that I intended to hurt, really and truly, it's turned back to me being the person that's being hurt. And that's something that you don't really 
realize when you commit crime and i hope that you've now been able to realize that actually when you do commit crimes when you are going there to rob someone and things really and truly it's yourself that you are hurting whether you get arrested or not you will hurt yourself in a way so whether it's your the people around you picking up on it whether it's the people that you care about not being proud of you or you just not being the best person that you can be so all of that hurts yourself more than it hurts the people that you intend to hurt and finally the most significant consequence of crime is death for people involved in gangs drugs and street life death and jail will be inevitable you can go on for five ten years by the end you will get caught up in these whether you're involved directly or indirectly the only way to avoid that will be to get out even if you're not the one who dies with any crimes in general shoplifting anything like that if you're a parent or you have people looking up to you like i've previously said you will pass on that behavior to them which might result into them getting involved in gangs or something that might end up getting them killed or them going to jail for life. Therefore, your crime coming back to bat you because you'll be the one mourning your loss. Regardless of how little the crime is, it will always come back to hurt you because when we hurt someone, it's really ourselves that we are hurting. And when you realise that, you would avoid committing crimes and hurting yourself. On that note, we've come to the end of our episode. Thank you very much, listeners, for tuning in on this episode of How Crime Affects You. Tune in next month on the 23rd for more on crime and awareness, where we will be joined with a guest to discuss how crime has personally affected them. Thank you. Until next time, Isa Coach.